The Queen of Beer Women's Homebrew Competition returns in 2021. QOB is open to all female-identified homebrewers, mead makers, and cider makers. Registration is open at www.queenofbeer.organbrewcrew.org. Entries are accepted November 15, 2021 through December 7, 2021. Thanks to Fort Rock Brewing for hosting and the Oregon Brew Crew for sponsoring. Just when you think it couldn't get any easier, the folks at The Grainfather have come up with the G40, now available in the U.S., more volume, 40 liters, up to 10 gallons, Wi-Fi connectivity, and a sight glass. All the bells and whistles of the original all-in-one, but ready for more brewing. Grainfather continues to offer quality, state-of-the-art homebrew equipment and impeccable customer service for the 21st century home brewer. The Grainfather community app with recipe building software helps you bring your vision to life all from the comfort of your mobile device. Check them out at grainfather.com. Brewed Up is grateful for the sponsorship from Premier Malt Group. Premier Malt Group is a family-owned exclusive distributor of Alberta Malt Barley from Origin Malting and Brewing and Family Ventures. Alberta Malt Barley is recognized as the world's best barley for craft brewers and provides full traceability to the exact field where they grow it. Order by the 55-pound bag or pallet by phone or email. Find the contact info in our show notes. Thank you for streaming this little homebrew podcast. Brewed Up chronicles the fermentation highs and lows of Tyler Sadler of the Valley and Lori Ann Gutierrez of South Central LA. We also discuss breweries, cats, tacos, other adult bevs, and, and whatever, whatever else comes to mind. This show is available to listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and wherever else you like to listen. Now, here's the show. So we have a little bit of an intro and then we'll welcome you on and we're going to jump into it. Thanks. Thanks okay. again so much. So beer up. Beer up. Everyone. Alrighty. Beer it up. Oh, yeah. You got to Everyone got their beers ready. Yes. Ooh, Ooh I know uh, that beer looks uh, familiar. Mm-hmm. Beth. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> Lori's a big fan of the uh... <laughs> big fan. Yeah, Sierra Nevada is kind of like my go-to. Right Same. on, good deal. Always. <laughs> um, Lori, I could read the Delta ad. I'll make it quick, but if you okay, want to start, it. then yes, Intro. I'll start. Um... Hello, homebrew enthusiasts. Welcome to another episode of Brewed Up. Before we get into the nitty grits, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Choose Delta Brewing Systems for high quality, affordable stainless steel fermenters. 
kettles, and more, visit www.deltabrewingsystems.com to check out their selection of awesome equipment. All right. All right. Now, now the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Queen of Beer is known as the original women's homebrew competition. And today with us, we have one of the original founders and current comp director who is also a BJCP Grandmaster Judge and former member of Zimmergy Magazine's commercial calibration tasting panel, Beth Zangari. Welcome. Thank you. Yay. (laughs) Thanks for having me. That is quite the quite the list of uh, accomplishments. You got I had there. to get it all in there. That was so cool. Well, you know, I uh, had a few crazy years there, <laughs> doing a lot of stuff. But uh, um, you know, there were days I'd have uh, a bunch of exam sets on my kitchen table while I had a bunch of um, feedback from competitions that I was trying to send back to the um, entrance and. Um, had a pot of, uh, had a kettle of beer brewing in the, uh, on the patio outside. <laughs> yeah, I got a little crazy there, but it was fun and it's always been fun. Well, let's get into it. Um, so queen of beer is coming up and we were so mm-hmm. glad that we snagged this little interview with you. Um, do you mind just telling us, like, just walk us through the story of queen of beer? Okay, Sure. Well, I always say um, Queen of Beer was born at a brew fest in Grass Valley, um, I, Grass Valley, Nevada City. Um, we were, my husband and I were attending this festival and um, we'd been brewing for a little while and just kind of went to as many festivals and things as we could. Um, and I was talking with this one young lady um, from somewhere in Southern California. She gave me her name. I don't remember it, I lost it. I had it for the longest time, but you know, things happen. But um, we were talking about how frustrated we were that um, it, we were brewing, but when we took our beer to a meeting, to a brew club meeting, or when we shared it with other people, it was always like, so your husband did this, huh? Oh, well, uh, what'd he do to get the, it's like, no, I made it. No, he didn't really make that. Um, or wow. there'd be a conversation about, um, some quality control issue and, and, you know, I'd start to pipe in on, chime in on it and, um, get overridden by people in the club. And it, it was kind of frustrating. And, you know, we were like, you know, we need something so that we can show off what we do where we're not having to, um, have that voice. You know, we just want to be able to do this in a safe environment. We happen to be standing in front of the Lost Coast Brewing Company uh, booth at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And Barbara, the um, founder of Lost Coast was there and made some comment about, I think it'd be a good idea if you did that. Um, So, you know, the day went on. It was super hot. It was probably about 107 degrees in the shade and um, time went on. But I didn't forget about Barbara's comments. I didn't forget about this other person that I really wish I remembered her name and I wish I still had access to it. And hopefully she's entered the competition. (laughs) But I came back to, I, I came back home and 
said, you know what, I, I don't want to let this die. This, this has to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So I met up with a couple of people from the Gold Country Brewers Association, people I knew from judging and um, people I'd done classes with and what have you, and said, what do I do? I, I've never done this before. What do I do? And they gave me some great tips on getting the ball rolling. Um, it just so happened the year the first competition was held, um, I was president of our club in Placerville, and there was a female president of the Gold Country Brewers Association, Donna Betancourt. So Donna was a big support um, in uh, providing like the judging expertise and what have you. She kind of acted as the judge coordinator for the event. Um, and we just made it happen. So if you say there's the the founders, it would be you know, that's the, that's the group right there. Um, mm. Who's been involved all along the way? Um, you know, Donna's pretty much always supported it, but she she had some other priorities for a while and kind of went off into other things, and she's come back onto the scene. But um, the, the Hayes Club um, really embraced the competition, um, kept it uh, growing for a period of years, and then it just kind of seemed like um, we had a big spurt of energy doing a lot of things and things kind of fell off for a couple of years. So we had a hiatus for a few years from, um, I just looked this up the other day from 1999 till 2001 and through through 2001. And it, mm-hmm. um, it was at the barley wine festival in, uh, at Tornado in San Francisco. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, it was, does anyone um, I remember a barley wine festival? <laughs> if you that sounds crazy. Barley wine, yeah, if you I, don't remember a barley wine festival, you might not have been there. That's yeah, true. <laughs> who knows? That I was washing glassware with Russ Wigglesworth, who was like one of the way up mucky mucks of um, with BJCP at the time. And he says, how come you haven't done Queen of Beer for a while? I said, well, you know, I kind of felt like it kind of ran its course. And he says, no, there's a lot of people, a lot of women who we want to see that happen again. We want to see it go. And I said, well, you know what? Let's give it a shot. And so 2002, we started it back up. Um, again, Hayes supporting it. Hayes doing the organization, being the, the team that um, organized it. And um, just went forth and promoted and and kept it going. Um we, it, I think there might be one or two events I didn't judge because I had something con- conflict with it, but we've had some great um, folks in the club that that were served as organizers. Some of the some of the gentlemen in the club too, um, but then in in 2016, um, Hayes just kind of started not gathering as many new members. And we had a lot of other events that we were, um, we had members that were heavily involved with, including the um, Northern California Homebrewers Festival. Um, so I think we had, there were originally seven people on the board or something like that. And we had four, four people in our club mm. that, <laughs> on the board. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I'm bad at math, but... <laughs> And in 2016, the club voted, like, we, we're going to do one competition a year. Are we going to do the county fair or are we going to do Queen of Beer? Mm. And we know how that vote went. 
It, yeah. That also kind of coincided with some um, some things that were going on in my family and personal life that um, I said I I couldn't. I couldn't take it back on at that time. So I reached out to um, uh, Annie Johnson, <laughs> of all people. I'm like, Annie, you have a lot of contacts in the in the industry. Help me. You know, people in clubs and what have you. Is there a club in the Seattle area? Is there someone um, in the Pacific Northwest who might be willing to take some club that's willing to take this on um, and and make it continue? They're willing to make it continue. Mm-hmm. If they're not and and the, the competition doesn't continue, that's okay. But we'd really like to see it continue because it is something that's growing. And, and I think it's been a we, – we felt like it had been a good thing for – female brewers. So, um, Annie put me in touch with, um, Mr. Brennan, who was part of the, um, underground brew squad at the time. And, um, I don't know if he voluntold, but somehow, um, Ellen Cheryl, uh, who's now the, um, head brewer at Crooked Lane in Auburn. She was home brewing at the time, but also working at a, uh, another small startup, um, I think it was Jackrabbit Brewing in in West Sac. But um, she stepped up to organize, and the Underground Brew Squad did it for a, a couple of years. And um, I believe that's how Melissa McCann got involved. And, you know, I was available very sporadically via telephone mm-hmm. because I had, I mean, I just, I just had some um, different priorities with my family at that time. Um mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, you have parents that get old and family that has health issues and oh yeah, it's life, a whole thing. Life happens. Life yeah. happens, you know. But um, she did the competition in 2019, and when it came time to do the county fair for tw- was it 2020, 21? It was 2021, and we we'd been talking that she wasn't going to be able to do it in 20. We, nothing happened 2020. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Life yeah. stood still in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She started working on this, um, the summit, the women's international beer summit. Mm-hmm. And as things started unfolding and that became a much bigger and broader um, a project, um, it was again, you know, time to make a choice. What, what, yeah. what are we going to do? I said, you know, I think I'm ready to, to, uh, I'm ready now to take that back, that project back on, get it going again. And I, and where we are today was I kind of wanted to wait another year so we could figure out, first of all, what things were happening. <laughs> you know, where, are we going to mm-hmm. be able to judge in person? Are people brewing? What's going on? But, um, Again, I'm was getting a lot of inquiries from people saying, "Well, when it, are you going to do Queen of Beer this year?" <laughs> so I said, "Okay, um, I'm just going to go for it." It feels very much like the very first year. Let's just go for it. It's going to what happens is going to happen. We're going to go for it, but it's also part of a bigger project that um, yeah. and a bigger program that fits into that. Where Queen of Beer is the competition is part of the program but the other part is um i'm working to incorporate queen of beer as a nonprofit organization that yes does the competition but also um, provides scholarships to home female home brewers who are aspiring to professions in the fermentation industries 
who maybe don't have connection with um, with a commercial brewery. There are a lot Very of them cool. out there, a lot of us out there. There, that, you know what? Um, yes, there's a don't need have that, that opportunity. Right. I think that is a. It's so great that you say that because it's such like a niche thing, and you start doing it, and you're like, "Hey, I'm really happy doing this." And there's organizations around, like there's there's Pink Boots, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like trying to to bridge the gap. It was already trying to serve people that were kind of already in the industry. So I think that's really cool because especially since 20, what is 2020 taught us is that things can change on a dime. Everyone's capable of completely pivoting and you should do what you love or you are not going to love what you do. So I think that's like cool in terms of like the prizes. I also want to go back and just say right off the bat, for anyone who's ever had to organize an event where you're not necessarily compensated and it is, it can take over your life. And if you have like a regular life, it it's hard when you can't put like what you want into something. And so I res- mm-hmm. I respect that when it is really hard to walk away from stuff, something like that. But I, I think mm-hmm. it's cool that you're picking it back up and it sounds like you've got people in the wings ready to help. And so I could always so cool. use more help, but <laughs> We do have some. <laughs> I'm I'm it's crazy to hear the kind of like the war story of Queen of Beer, you know, all the trials and tribulations and um I mean I knew it was a it had been around for a long time, but hearing how like the progressions and the just all the stuff that had happened over the years is fascinating. I mean, a lot of events and things like that after one year of not existing, they just ceased to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like Lori said, it's, it's great to um, know that all, all, you know, although those things were happening in your life there, you were able to still, you know, find motivation and some help to keep it alive. Cause it's important, super important. It, it was really funny the first year um, getting, it was Okay. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was in the days before everyone had a, a computer at home. So yeah. we were doing a lot of things by um, mail and telephone, um, which is, <laughs> Laura, your, your expression was priceless. What? Call people? <laughs> we, what? What's a phone? <laughs> um we sent out a mass mailing to people we knew who were judges with a little form that said, please, you know, fill this out. If you're interested, call and confirm. Um, so it was kind of a, a foreign thing, but I heard from those who were in professions and academia who did have the internet an email that there was quite a debate going on that this, when we registered the competition, it was like an AHA BJCP combo and then AHA and BJC split apart. And then they started working together again. It was, that, that was a, that's a completely different subject, Drama. but um, mm-hmm. there was discussion that, well, you can't, you, you, you can't do that. You can't have a competition that's that exclusive. 
And I want to say it was in Portland. It might have been Seattle. I don't know. One of those cities. Um, there had been uh, the year before a deaf only competition. I said, if you can have a deaf brewer only competition, why can't you have a female only competition? Mm, no brainer. Yeah. Obviously, I, I really don't think that like enough men really realize how annoying it can be being a woman in a beer space. There's, we have our allies, like our little podcast. We have a lot of male listeners and they're, they're rad. They're feminists. We like that, but there's still men that like, don't understand. Just like you said, just having to deal with like, it's like a question. Like, did you like, or not even a question, an assumption. It's the dismissiveness. It's the assumptions and those microaggressions. They're not, you know, they're not the end of the world, but they wear on you and they really can like change your whole experience of something, you know, Absolutely. to the point where it's like not even enjoyable. Yeah. There, so. there were, was a period of time. I, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to judge because I would sit at a table. Um, I would be the highest ranked judge at the table and I would have, um, I would, I would have, a newly minted judge or someone who was maybe just taken the exam and scored high, you know, explain things to me or talk over me or ask me, well, what do you know? And I'd have to say, well, everything, (laughs) you know, I don't know what I don't know. I'm willing to learn, but I am a grandmaster judge. And in order to get there, I had to work really hard. And I would say just to get to that grandmaster level, the, the grandmaster one, um, <laughs> there are those that said, gee, Beth, you did it the hard way <laughs> because I didn't do it by being a BJCP officer. I didn't do it by being um, a, an exam administrator. Um, I did it by grading. Grading. Interesting. Um, now, I almost got that? divorced that after that year. Oh, we damn. Up. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's okay, the, the time commitment. And, and I don't, I don't think that I'm sure that there are those who do appreciate that. And I certainly hope that those who've come since, um, understand that, you know, I'm not a professor. I'm not a doctorate. My degree is in something that it has nothing to do with brewing, brewing, nothing to do with anything scientific. It's all to do with people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I think of myself as a, I am a home brewer. I'm like a home cook. Um, See my pie on the back counter there. I made made pumpkin pie today. (laughs) Um, I I like to do do the, the homey things in the craft. That doesn't mean that I don't know anything. And it doesn't mean that what I do is less than. So Tyler and I encountered something along, you know, the questioning of uh, women only spaces and about three or four years ago, Eagle Rock. No. Yes. Eagle Rock. Eagle Rock Brewing. They had a Ting Su. Ting Su. They had a women's beer forum, which was basically was just kind of like an educational night for women and they taste beer and it, 
was really just what I just said, a, a women's beer forum. And they invite women in the community and it's really cool. And, you know, there's just kind of like a lawsuit chaser, a real dirt bag called and, you know, would they do that for men? Sure. Come to the brewery. We'll show you around. We'll answer your questions. You can taste the beer, whatever you want to do. We're going to do a different experience for you, but whatever. This guy decided he was going to sue them, a small business, a lawsuit. And it just, this is why we can't, I mean, and just one more reason why I am extremely sexist and think that (laughs) men are totally ridiculous is this kind of stuff. And the, the forum does still exist, by the way. They yes, did the get forum, sued, which is extremely They got annoying, sued. But... It bled money. And they had to, like, you know, just, like, change the wording. And if a man is interested in the same experience, they will provide that in a different <clears throat> space. In a different Great. setting. Yeah. So we were trying to have, like, an all-women's brew day. And someone was trying to bring a friend and it was a whole debate like it's illegal it's like fuck you it's not illegal this is <laughs> home brewing are you kidding like my house my rules no boys allowed get the fuck there out of here with that so we got you know basically when it comes down to it if you're not making money or on it you can do whatever the hell you want because there's yeah. all kinds of organizations that are based on your religion your ethnicity your gender your orientation and there's no reason why people shouldn't be able to like you know kind of do their own thing without any sort of disturbance without being I sued think, yeah yeah, yeah without, without being sued. that's the extra layer <laughs> and I women say- are much better brewers than men so it's like such a tough composition to be to begin with like it has to happen it has to be its own like thing um, you know, for, for all the, all the, um, bashing we've, we've, I, I've done probably, you know, through the years, including tonight, um, I will say that there's also been a few, a, a few men who have been my biggest supporters. They have been the champions who said, Beth, you can do this. You, you have the ability and we want to see you succeed. Um, you know, I mentioned Russ Wigglesworth. Um, another one is Dave Sapsis. I mean, um, he was just super, super supportive. Um, Dave Hausman um, with BJCP, always just super, super supportive nice. on, on everything. And then those are people that I can think of off the top of my head. There's others too, who've been, yeah. um, you know, Kevin Pratt. I don't know if you, if you know Kev, um, or not, uh, he's another one that's been, you know, very supportive from day one. I think he judged the first competition I ever entered and said, gee, Beth, you know, that was pretty good. Someday you're going to be a pretty good little brewer. <laughs> I remind him yeah. once in a while. And he's like, "Oh God, did I really say that?" Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're all allowed to evolve. Uh, it's okay. Good. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think having no, the we male are, we, ally is good. Yeah, no, we, we've got we've got our dudes that we like for sure. Yeah, we have yeah. our dudes. Some dudes. We're, not, are we're cool. in a homebrew club, you know. We, mm-hmm. Of course, we yeah. got dudes that are, have our back, you know. Yeah, for sure. And that was one of the rules of the first Queen of Beer was 
men were allowed to operate a capping device and to lift heavy objects. <laughs> okay. I love it. The bitch work. No. <laughs> hey, I still need somebody to help me lift heavy objects, we, we, okay? Yeah. <laughs> True. Hey, you work smarter, not serious. harder. Right, yes, work right. Smarter, not harder. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of homebrewing, I'm uh, curious yeah. to know, like, when you started. I'm kind of embarrassed to say. <laughs> Say, um, embar- you're started, an OG. I started uh, homebrewing in 1992. Nice. I was walking yes. by a homebrew shop and I saw the sign in the window and it said, Hey, loggerhead, you want to brew? Can you make bread? If you can make bread, you can make beer. I'm Ooh. like, Shit, yeah, I'm a pretty good bread maker. Yeah, I. Yeah, I can do this. So I went in and signed up for a homebrew class. Um, and there were two women that owned the shop. Um, showed up nice. to the class. It was a week or two later. My husband went with me. There were probably, it was about half men and half women, you know, um, a lot of couples. Wow. Um, I went home that night and brewed my first batch of beer. Um, brewed three batches over the next week. Um, a couple of them kind of, the third one didn't turn out so good. <laughs> um, and actually it was because okay. that third one didn't turn out so good. And, and I found like a similar characteristic that I didn't like, even though the beer was okay. It was like, it has this flavor in it that I don't like. That was why I got into judging Why I started judging because it was a way to find out what's wrong with my beer. How, how do I fix it? How do I make it better? And make it be what I wanted to be. Yes. So, that world domination, super cool. Because, <laughs> may I'm like maybe I should do that. Because I I don't know I, I'm at the I am at you you hit that point so early in your home brewing career like your third beer you're like I need to know what's going on. That was probably I I cared obviously, but I would say a few more brews down the line was <laughs> when I started to really try and figure out okay why does this taste off or weird or whatever so that's awesome it it kind of came from um baking um you know i i I, i'm famous for my buttermilk biscuits (laughs) (gasps) shouldn't have said that (laughs) and it's like have i had biscuits that turned out like that yeah and it was that that okay why isn't what did I do differently, even though I put all the same stuff in? You know, was the kitchen too hot? Uh, was the bread, um, like making right, uh, raised bread too, was the yeast old? Mm-hmm. Um, was it too hot, too cold, too, you know, whatever? Was the baking powder old? Was the milk sour? Whatever. You know, all of those things affected the flavor and the, and the, the, the texture. So I had that parallel. You already kind of had that mentality. With no eggs, whatever you do. I did that <laughs> one. Oh, wait, well. a what? <laughs> a pumpkin pie with no eggs. I did that on accident when I was about 12. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> she never forgot. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So, how many? Uh, I'm curious, how many uh, entries in the first Queen of Beer? 30. Okay. Oh. 
that's pretty we had good. 30 entries. And do you have an estimate, like, kind of where are we at? Maybe the, the last time I have no idea call. right now um, because I'm like way behind the eight ball and advertising for and soliciting entries. Um, and I, we're working on the website for an online registration, which is where you get your count. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's here's the long story is um, Oregon, uh, the Oregon Brew Crew is hosting the website for us. Um, so they were kind enough to do that. Um, my club doesn't even have a functioning website anymore. So, uh, it's, I'm not going to go into detail. No, no need to. (laughs) It's just like sometimes I just go, you know, head, head desk, head desk, head desk, you know, but, um, I love them all. I really do. I really, really, really do. But um, anyway, so they're hosting the website, but they're also having a competition this month and we can't open up at this point in time. We're working out a a little conflict of being timing when, when we can open the queen of beer registration that won't be stepping on their fall classic competition. And um, we we're like, this close to having the issue resolved, you know, like really, really close. Um, so once we get that figured out, um, we'll have the exact date when people can, can actually register and have a count, but, um, it'll be probably around the 15th between the 15th and 18th of November that people can go online in the meantime. Um, now that I, I mean, I just found this out shortly before we started this call. So, so I'll be putting a little blurb out like within the next 24 hours of yes, we're here. Yes, you can enter. Um, and here's when you can register and all of that stuff. So, um, I figure, uh, you know, I kind of planned around 50 entries cause usually on a slow start, like I'll own it. Um, that's what, what we get. And if we get fewer, well, okay. If we get more great, phenomenal, it'd be fabulous. Um, we're also on the, um, growing the organization, um, Hayes club issued a, well, they said that the guys are supposed to be running this part of it, um, challenging other clubs. Um, um, Hayes donated $500 to the competition to get it going and to the organization to get the organization going. So we're, um, looking at the Hayes challenge, the Hayes 500 challenge of challenging other homebrew clubs to, um, follow suit with a donation with some of the funds will be used for the club, club or for the competition. And then some will be used for, um, anything that's left over from, from now will, will go mainly towards the scholarship fund. Righteous. Very so, cool. What are, really uh, is there any cool, um, I guess prizes or. We're working on up? that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. On the DL for now. So sure. <laughs> we're working on it. Got some <laughs> so Beth, are you still brewing? Until uh, we got it in hand, oh. you know what I mean. Gotta gotta seal the deal first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We we, we, un- we totally understand that. Yeah, <laughs> no exclusives. But it sounds cool. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to jump back to more on Beth. Beth, are what are you brewing on right now, or like what's your setup? 
<laughs> I'm still using the same system I've used for 20 years. Um, if it ain't broke, it's awesome. It's yeah, it's ahead. simple. Um, it's a turkey fryer burner. Um, actually, like that, that burner, the burner and burner stand, my best friend Beth gave to me for Christmas in 96. And I'm still using that stand. We've had, we've replaced the little burner like twice, but you know, it, it still works. So, you know, um, it turkey fryer and a burner, you know, turkey fryer. That's yeah. how I, that's how I started all grain was a turkey fryer. Yeah. And, and I have, you, and a, then um, she gave it to me. Yeah. I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I have my, my uh, igloo, it's not igloo, it's got a uh, cooler that we, this is probably the fourth one we've gone through, um, but you know, the, where you retrofit it, put the little ball valve on it and it's got a little filter ring, um, sparge ring on the bottom and um, it's about time to replace, I'm looking at number four uh, or number five rather here pretty soon because it's starting to get warpy, but it's still not, it's not leaking, so it's good. Um, just brewed 20 gallons of beer for my nephew's wedding in May on the same system. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, the, the thing that, that I'm a little hesitant on now is glass. I still have glass carboys and, um, I've had a couple of them, they are heavy. I've had a couple Mm -hmm. of them break, um, in odd ways. One, I was rolling it across a concrete floor and it hit a piece of sand it was really cold and broke um damn i had about four of them sitting on my back porch and a deer was on the back porch when i opened the door and the deer spooked oh my goodness deer wildlife (laughs) there was no blood so it didn't obviously get Lord, it didn't Jesus. get hurt. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was four carboys. Damn. Um, All so four of them. Wow. Four. Four. Yeah. Three five gallons and two seven and a half gallon ones. Oh, and um, had another one break when I was shaking it to aerate it. And it went ding to the one next to it. And this big old chunk about that big right about the shoulder came off and it's like go sanitize another one (laughs) let me tell you about uh the grandfather (laughs) and delta brewing system yeah now stainless steel has been i don't know it's great i would love to yeah yeah but i i am glad i am glad to hear your your chugging along on that igloo because people think I'm crazy for still yes. doing like the igloo, the, the kettle. And I don't know. I just like it. So I'm, I'm just going to keep brewing that way until I don't like it anymore. But there you go. I don't know. It's I'm comfortable with it. So and one of the issues I have is I don't have any place to put stuff. Um, I don't have a garage mm-hmm. and somebody's not going to walk off with a ancient turkey fryer and it, cooler off your back porch That's if true. they saw something like a grandfather bye-bye yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it'd be gone in a heartbeat so with no garage and um storage it, it makes it a little difficult but the, i do aspire to that 
I do It's a great tool for brewing. So have you brewed on grain father? Oh yes. I'm sorry. My brain just my my brain just turned off. The grain father is a great tool for brewing. And I've had a lot of luck on it, making great beers, really enjoying myself. But yeah, I it does take up I have a whole cart and like Mm -hmm. I have to clean up everything or like I definitely will get in a fight with my husband. So it's a whole thing. Yeah, that's why you have girls brew days. Yep. <laughs> Everyone cleans up. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Annie Johnson, by the way. I don't know if you know that uh, we had her on our podcast last mm-hmm. season. Um, she's obviously incredible and awesome. Hey, she and is. Yeah. It was, a, it was such a pleasure to talk to her, too. She's so your queen of beer. Delightful. Absolutely. Sorry to keep cutting you off. The, the queen of beer... Is gonna is mm-hmm. gonna go down in December. Yes, Correct? December eleventh is the judging date. So cool. um, we're going to be at Fort Rock Brewing Company and um, or Fort Rock Brewery. I keep forget. I, I have the card here. Um, anyway, Fort Rock. We just call it Fort Rock around here. Um, Heidi and Tom have been um, really gracious to to have us back, and. Um, yeah, so we're going to be judging there on the 11th of December. Um, entries will be uh, received there, can be shipped or um, dropped off any time after the 15th of November. So that's why we're kind of shooting for that online. I know we have to, from other areas, we'll probably have to be shipped. But um, we'd like to have, um, I think the deadline in Zymergy says, uh, December 3rd. And we set that date because we figured somebody's going to be running in and shipping it on December 3rd in the hopes yes. that it gets there. In time. So if, if it gets to us by the 7th, we'll be, we'll be fine. Very cool. Um, and we'll have the, uh, the online entries will be uh, as, as soon as I know the exact, it'll be around that time though. So and you guys are accepting basically any and all styles or any and all styles where we okay. have always done. So we've, um, got, um, categories for meat and cider as well. And we do have meat and cider judges in the area, which is great. Um, so we definitely have the qualifications. I, this, that's something I've always kind of like, and maybe this year we'll just kind of see what we have and, and inaugurate it with to have a, a queen bee for the mead comp for the mead category. I'm trying to figure out what for the, for the apple, you know, for cider is, would it be the big apple or uh, the snow white? Award? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I just call Lori the cider queen. So uh-huh. there's, okay. there's a definitely a more clever name out there, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I like the apple. Yeah, <clears throat> it's gotta be something. something, something. The Big Apple. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, then that sounds It'll so come. metropolitan. <laughs> yeah, it makes me think of the New York Housewives. Sorry, I don't like that anymore. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. This has been a real pleasure. I'm so glad that Queen of Beer is back. And if you're out there. 
and you got something good, you actually might even have time to brew some just in time for Queen of Beer. Uh, mm-hmm. Look into that. Website's going to be popping pretty soon. Beth, thank you, you can so always much. shoot me an anything? email. Yes. Do you have anything else you want to share about the competition? Well, like I said, you can always shoot me an email um, at um, it's beerbeth, spelled the German way, B-I-E-R-B-E-T-H, at iCloud.com. And let me know um, that you're waiting for that website or that website to open. And, and I'll definitely, what I'll do is I'll, I'll send you the, the link and then you can watch it and for, for it to open. If it hasn't opened, you want to ship and ship your beers and let me know they're coming. That's fine. You'll still need to go in and set up an account. You'll still need to, um, to register them online. So um, otherwise it gets really messy with other yeah. stuff, but you know, but at least, you know, you, you can get a jump on it. And, you know, um, I actually have in the kettle back there on the stove. Yeah, I just didn't see that. Um, <laughs> I'm making some like- ginger ale. And I'm thinking, you know, oh. maybe we ought to do some sodas or something some year. But, you know, if you do, whatever. Um, see what we come up with and do something fun and Bruins brewing and, and uh, let's pursue the craft. She oh. does it all. People, she that. does it all. And the pumpkin pie <laughs> on the counter. Like I'm, I'm dying right now. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you so much, Beth. This has been awesome. Queen of beer is coming soon. Everybody get ready, get ready for your beer to be queen crowned the queen. <laughs> <laughs> is there any social medias by the way, or should I just oh, yeah. wait for the website? Just to the website at this point. I know I'm, okay. I, you know, this is the, when you say uh, we, we could always use more help. I would really love to engage someone as, as the publicity person. Um, mm. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, y- y- when you, you start going in 15 different directions, it's like, I know this path. I know this path. I know this path. I had a pizza parlor mm-hmm. dream the other night that, um, I, never got my pizza. I kept ordering pizza and never getting my pizza. And it, it was kind of like a waitressing dream where, you know, people come in and they're, they're all seated and you just keep pouring them coffee and getting them water because the cook hasn't shown up yet. That's kind of the way I feel right now. <laughs> you're gonna Hey, get people out there, if you're, mm-hmm. you're listening to this, Beth and the Queen of Beer, they need a social media yes, coordinator internship. person. Yes. Internship. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough thing to keep up with. I have to do it for like five accounts right now and it's mm. exhausting. So <laughs> this is just one. I know there, I know there's somebody out there that would be happy to, to help. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Shoot me an email. I know that's the old fashioned, but yeah. shoot me an email and, and uh, we'll talk. Love it. All right. Well, thanks right. Beth. Appreciate it. Thanks you guys. And um, I look forward to seeing you in december i hope we might have some entries sliding in there you know you're right (laughs) (laughs) who knows all right guys pumpkin pie (laughs) oh yes and those biscuits and the biscuits for mine in the mail all right guys thanks for listening to brewed up beth thank you again and we'll see you in a couple weeks Bye. bye
Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Brewed Up Podcast and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Want more Brewed Up? Check out our Patreon page. For a few bucks a month, patrons have access to video recordings of our episodes exclusive recipes and all sorts of bonus content brewed up is pleased to have the support of the american home brewers association consider joining and get access to hundreds of solid homebrew recipes techniques community and of course random pictures of us brewing the brewed up music is produced by la legend producer elusive <laughs>